Well, it's been a fascinating two weeks, hasn't it? Week one was the issue around Spark and 1NZ and f formerly Vodafone and two degrees all deciding that uh, they should support trans activists and call anybody who agrees with biology and who opposes radical gender ideology, ideology they should call them derogatory names such as TERF. But there was certainly a strong backlash, which is actually building as New Zealanders have had enough of having woke values rammed down their throat and they're starting to push back. As Bud Light in the US found out and even Target and Disney to a certain extent, there's only so much companies can lecture consumers before the consumers decide to turf them out and stop buying from them. And that's what Spark and 1NZ customers seem to be doing. The moral of the story was you have purchasing power and the ability to push back on this tidal wave of wokeness and lecturing. But week two wasn't much better, and it was all related to a simple question, what is a woman? Let's check it out. So the main objective of the What is a Woman campaign is to communicate a truthful, biologically correct, common sense definition of woman that has been carried down through generations and cultures. And there's also a petition to ensure that woman is to be defined as, quote, an adult human female, end quote, in all our laws, public policies and regulations. Now, Family First wanted to place full-page advertisements in six major daily newspapers last week to coincide with the launch of the What is a Woman campaign. The newspapers were the New Zealand Herald, Bay of Plenty Times, they're owned by NZME, Christchurch Press, The Post in Wellington, and the Southland Times, they're owned by Stuff, and the Otago Daily Times, owned by Allied Press. Now, this is the advertisement. Yeah, pretty plain, isn't it? What is a woman? What is your mum? And start the conversation, go to whatisawoman.nz. Now, all three companies approved the advertisement. Okay, here's the proof. The Post, Christchurch Press, and Southland Times on Monday. This has been approved, so we are good to go. The New Zealand Herald and the Bay of Plenty Times ends me on Tuesday, confirming the ad has been approved. And the Otago Daily Times on Tuesday of last week. Uh, so sorry, Tuesday two weeks ago. So lots of notice. Yes, all good to go. Thanks for your support. Then they seem to all get together over the phone the day before the launch date, the day we wanted it in last Wednesday. And Nick Minute. Women are cancelled. The advert is cancelled in all newspapers that had confirmed. New Zealand Herald, Bay Plenty Times, Don Post, Christchurch Press, Southland Times, Otago, Daily Times. Now, here is the proof that all three companies colluded together in some way and came to a group decision to ban our advertisement. From the New Zealand Herald on Tuesday night, the night before at 8.30pm, we are reconsidering our position. It won't be appearing in tomorrow's paper. And of course, that is the date we specifically booked. Now, the Herald will try and claim, oh no, we didn't reject the advertisement. But they were first provided the advertisement on 27th of June, a couple of weeks before. At the very last moment, they refused to run the advertisement on the specific day requested it after approving it. I'd call that a rejection. Uh, and then from stuff, the Post, Christchurch Press and Southland Times, on the day the advert was supposed to appear, they tell us a late decision. 
Just to confirm, there was a late decision made yesterday not to run the ad. It was decided that the campaign doesn't align with the values of stuff due to the sensitive nature of the content. Yeah, uh, let me just remind you, uh, let me just show you again the sensitive nature. Mm, yes, very, very sensitive, isn't it? Very sensitive. Okay, and um, I mean, the question is, what are the values of stuff? I mean, is it exclusion if they don't like your ad? And remember, they had approved the advertisement. But here's the kicker, the Otago Daily Times, who cancelled after approving the advertisement also, they revealed the full discussion that happened between the newspaper editors and what I would call collusion at the top level. Uh, and as you'll see there in the letter, NZME heard we got grief, stuff got wind of it, our CEO followed suit, the CEOs and editors are speaking now. You know, in a disturbing display of media censorship, the major daily newspapers have banded together to pull a full-page advertisement in three supposedly independent companies at the 11th hour. And it should concern us all that newspaper editors are now banding together to censor advertisements that they disagree with. Where does this place their coverage of the political debate leading up to the general election? I mean, what else are they censoring? The fact that they're working together is disturbing. Has the government funding of these media outlets, the $55 million slush fund, spelt the end of independent public discourse on controversial social issues? Well, it appears so. So after the furor over what the newspapers had done, although not surprisingly, all the mainstream media in New Zealand remained dead silent on this event. New Zealand Herald, the Otago Daily Times, now they later offered to place the advertisement in a later edition. However, this is well after the requested day of the launch, uh, and stuff and allied press have not made any similar offer. But why would we want to give money to such a company? And you know, is this the effect of the $55 million government funding? They no longer rely or need advertising dollars, so they can pick and choose what adverts they want to run based on whether they agree with it or not. Who needs hate speech laws when you have the mainstream media walking in step together? But here is the classic bit. From the weekend, one of the media outlets did talk about it. The Otago Daily Times did a feature piece on the advert, a response, if you like, to an advert that they hadn't even run. And there it is, the headline screams, haters gonna hate. Anti-trans campaign ramps up. And then inside, a full-page, hysterical, one-sided propaganda hit job piece by Tom McKinlay, ironically with photos from California, Note the masks on all of those listening so you can't see them mouthing, this is weird. Oh, uh, and there's also a photo there of a Trump rally. So let's have a read of this article. It's actually highly amusing. In fact, let's see how soon they can use the word Nazi. So I have the article here. Uh, and so they start off and they immediately start talking about uh, Russia. Hungary's, uh, you know, trad uh, Russia's traditional values. Hungary, where their far-right leader talks about gender propaganda, stalking our children. Or indeed the US, where the Supreme Court has begun rolling back the clock on LGBTQ plus rights alongside a rash of state-level legislation. 
So they've obviously been monitoring our website, the ODT, because they've uh, brought in, uh, what is it, Uganda, Russia, Hungary, and the Supreme Court. By the way, the Supreme Court decision was about not forcing anyone to have to say or do anything that goes against their personal conscience. That goes both ways, both sides of the debate. You don't want to force a pro-abortionist to have to make a pro-life t-shirt. That's, that's just respecting people's difference of opinion, isn't it? And then it says, and yet a conservative faith-based group this week launched a new website in New Zealand targeting the transgender community. Uh, yes, that group that cannot be named, Family First. Uh, and of course, they don't say that they refuse to show the ad. No, they weren't that honest. They just said that there was a, a group targeting the transgender community. Apparently asking what is a woman uh, basically comes down to just an attack. And then they rush off to one spokesperson, uh, Ahi Wihongi, Executive Director of Gender Minorities, Aotearoa, who is a well-known activist, has been involved in the um, legalising prostitution, promoting that, and uh, obviously seems to be some expert, expert in this particular area. And so the rest of the article is basically uh, this person mouthing off about how much they hate the campaign. Uh, and... They start by saying they would just say trans people shouldn't exist, gay people shouldn't exist, very explicitly. Uh, no, never said that, wouldn't say that, will never say that. So fact check on that one. Uh, but then say, oh, you know, the groups are attempting more sophistication. Uh, whether that's the faith-based groups or the neo-Nazi groups who espouse a similar view of family values. So uh, that's pretty impressive, isn't it? Fifth paragraph, and they've managed to bring in the word Nazi. And then uh, next paragraph, at the neo-Nazi end of the spectrum, it is no longer necessary to shave your head, wear a swastika, and hurl abuse. Now those people are just as likely to wear suits and hold down a job. It's quite clean cut, according to Weihongi. Ah, there we are, neo-Nazi. We've got a full-on, uh, you know, expose about neo-Nazi connected to a what is a woman campaign. Meanwhile, over in the fundamental faith-based sphere, rather than direct attacks on the LGBT plus community, there is more of a narrative around the need to protect children and an emphasis on narrowly defining what it is to be a woman or indeed a man. Oh, that's correct. Excellent. They got something right. Uh, they say the new website campaign takes that approach in pushing narrowly defined gender binaries while railing against gender ideology in schools and implying children will be in danger. Uh, correct. So that's a tick to that particular bit. Uh, then they rush off to the disinformation project, the experts in disinformation. Uh, and then there's a quote, the visit to New Zealand earlier in the year by anti-trans activist Posey Parker was supported by the Australian Conservative Political Action Conference, CPAC. And it, in turn, is connected to CPAC in the US, notable supporters of Donald Trump. That's a slam dunk for the article. They, they have shown it, they've used the word Nazi, and they've used the word Trump. Trump didn't come until about the 10th paragraph, so I'm pretty disappointed uh, at just how slow that was. Uh, and then they talk about the... Uh, birth, deaths and marriages and relationships registration bill, you know, where the, the politicians decided that birth certificates weren't based on biological fact, now it's just based on identity. You can decide whether it's boy or girl on your birth certificate. 
uh, and they say that uh, apparently submissions flooded in from the overseas, the UK and the US. Really? Seemed like a New Zealand effort to me, and uh, there were international groups supporting the change as well. Uh, and then it says, as was recently reported by British news site Open Democracy, the US Christian right spent at least $280 million of dark money abroad between 2008 and 2019, fueling campaigns against the rights of women and LGBTIQ. Uh, and then they quote Family Watch International, CFAM, the Centre for Family and Human Rights. Interesting, we did a McBlog on some of their good work last week, uh, CFAM, uh, raising concerns around the abortion issue and the gender ideology. Oh, and just one last quote here. The same far-right groups in the US who were involved in storming the Capitol also have a history of attacking trans people in the street and crashing drag story time sessions to hurl abuse. It is shades of Nazi Germany in the 1930s. Ooh, there you are. Now, the best thing about this article is it's behind a paywall. So very few people will ever have to read it. Now, it's always nice to get a tweet from Jordan Peterson. Uh, who said in response to news traveling around the world on social media about what the newspaper, New Zealand newspapers were doing, he said, uh, the creature without whom a man cannot conceive, referring to women. Look, it's pretty clear we don't need hate speech laws in New Zealand to shut down free speech that the left doesn't like and to cancel anybody who doesn't bow at the altar of diversity, equity and inclusion. EEI, or more correctly speaking, deception, inequity, and exclusion. No, we don't need hate speech laws. We have the media already censoring free speech. Welcome to New Zealand. Mm -hmm.